This is the Video Junkyard Podcast. A place that appeals to your deepest and darkest fantasies. The dead whose haunted souls hunt the living. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. From this nightmare world emerges a fearsome half-man, half-ape with the strength of 20 demons. Hey everyone, and welcome back to episode 138, that's right, tonight we are 138 of the Video Junkyard Podcast, and with me, as always, is my good friends, are my good friends even, uh, Joe Peterson and Ryan (laughs) Steiskel. How's it going, guys? Hello, hello. Wow, Uh, we are 138. Well played, sir. Well played. (laughs) I'm still, like, holding on to the happiness of being called a good friend. Aww. Yeah, it feels good in the age of COVID. Deleted a lot of people (laughs) recently on Facebook, you know how it goes. (laughs) <laughs> oh, you gotta do well, the annual house cleaning. Oh my god, it seems like every fucking month. Is uh, it annual I mean, or daily these days? Like, <laughs> well, it's it's gone down since you know new administration. I mean, then again, who yeah. was left after four years? So, I've I've, right, I've come to really enjoy the mute for thirty days button. <laughs> yeah, I've been getting a lot of use out of that. I like I've not been... hearing like a political statement or news story. Like, when was the last one I heard? Fuck, I don't know. And that felt good. <laughs> yeah, I was just talking to Corey, my wife, about that uh, just a few minutes before I came down here to record. And uh, being like, somebody mentioned online that Joe Biden was doing a town hall meeting tonight. I'm like, wow, I didn't know anything about that. That's funny. I <laughs> actually didn't know anything about what the president was doing today, which just seems like a weird you know, because it's not a disaster every single day. I, I suppose it depends who you talk to, but in my in my uh, you know view of things, I don't really feel like it's a disaster every single day at this point. But well, yeah, I mean, I, I was even watching the news last night, and they were talking about that. Like, yep, so we haven't had any random, crazy, insane late night tweets in a while from the White House, and <laughs> Biden went to mass on Sunday. Um, Oh, and then he went to Camp David, and his grandkids gave him a hat. <laughs> I'm like, I'm serious. Yeah. That was the news. And I'm like, wow. Well, shit, this is boring. Thank I mean, God. I'm glad. Yeah. <laughs> the con- biggest controversy of last week was he wears blue jeans when he's not working. Woohoo! So. <laughs> right. It's like the tan suit all over again. Oh, my yeah. God. Like, what, but... not, the, not the red power tie that's tucked between his ass cheeks because it's so long and baggy-ass pants and toilet paper <laughs> roll and, oh, he fucked a porn star. I mean, if fucking Joe Biden fucked a porn star, I wouldn't want to know. I didn't even want to know about the last president fucking a porn I, star. I, I, I was going to say, did you want to know anyway? Like, No, <laughs> no. But I feel a little bit better because I feel like it means, like, I feel like Joe would at least make sure, like, she got, it like, an Uber home. And, like, like text me when you get there. Text me when you get home, you know, just let me know you're safe. Like, I feel like it would go that far. I'm like, that's nice. Good grandpa. Oh, God, I'm not making this fantasy any better. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you're you not know making she this got any a, better for us. <laughs> you know she got a shoulder massage out of it. So, I mean, like, that's nice, you know. Everyone needs mutual needs. Well, speaking of laying pipe, my uh, kitchen <laughs> pipes froze the other day. No, oh, no. Yeah. Um, if it lasts yeah. longer than four hours, they, you get them thawed out. Did you make them through? <laughs> I, 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 I did eventually. I had to like take the whole thing apart and blast a heat gun down there, and it just 
whoever designed our house 100 years ago decided that the water that goes to our kitchen needs to go through the limestone foundation okay. in Wisconsin. Uh, yeah, so good this, planning. This, we're going to have something done soon to have that fixed because I'm really tired of this happening. It's either the cold water's frozen in the kitchen or now it, or it doesn't drain. And it's like, mm-hmm. this is just... Yeah. Adult yeah. problems, and I don't like them. <laughs> I'm tired. They're of them. icky. They're icky. They are. Right. Yeah. They're so I mean, icky. You can't say icky. No. Uh, I my apartment has been at a very you know crisp sixty two degrees for the past five days. Yesterday it was at a fifty eight, oh, and that geez. was like after seeing our landlord like a week ago, who came in and like yeah I turned the boiler up to seven degrees. I hope that does something. Like, nope, it didn't do nope. shit. Uh, apparently, Arctic wind, and when you live in an apartment that has giant sliding windows, and mm-hmm. your only heating source is a radiator located directly below those fucking sliding windows, it's like, it's a, it's crazy, but apparently the heat doesn't distribute well. No. So, um, Again, that's okay. Physics. I grew up in <laughs> physics, yeah. you know, heat death. But uh, then again, I, I was prepared. Like, I fucking grew up in the woods. I have fucking long johns. I, I know frozen pipes. I know this shit. I'm ready. Like, <laughs> it's like... My, my, my studio apartment in college was like that. There was one radiator, and it was like an electric heater on the baseboard. Yeah. And it just happened to be... And it was a little studio apartment. It just happened to be in the one place where my wooden futon was. So I was like, I'm not turning that on, because I don't want to start a fire. So... I mean, a lot of typing with gloves in college <laughs> in the winter. Uh, but it worked. Speaking of yeah, Raiders we... of the Sun. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, that was the best segue I've ever heard. <laughs> Why it's cold in one era. Yeah, speaking of, that's the movie uh, Ryan selected for us this evening. Uh, 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 no, no, no. I refuse to take responsibility for this movie. If no, as, no, far, no. As, you, far as you must, as far no, as anyone else knows, <laughs> as far as anyone else knows, this is an Eric movie. In fact, he's already yeah. been blamed for it. But I, mean, I, I will always get blamed for these. But in fact, this was a movie that Ryan yeah. selected. For Listen, it hey, is. it's a new, TV. it's a new age. It's a, it doesn't matter how guilty I may appear to be. I'm completely acquitted of this movie. <laughs> oh yeah, because you said you're uh, you're not guilty. So yeah, yeah. I mean, Fuck. <laughs> that's all I need to do. <laughs> Trumped. Damn. So, damn it. So the movie I picked this week, Raiders of the. That's <laughs> all right. Ryan's what still editing I, it. Why do you think I let you do the intro and not me for this fucking episode? <laughs> so you could just be like, go back and be like, listen to the show, guys. Every time I pick a movie, I do I, the intro. I do the Eric intro. did the intro to that. Yeah. So who do you think picked the movie? Who do you think yeah. picked the movie? I rest my case. Is that a strong argument? Doesn't matter. Still acquitted. It's, and as it's you can tell, this movie was him. great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this movie was 1992's Raiders of the Sun. After the apocalypse, when laws have no meaning and peace is impossible, one woman struggles to save her village while the two men she trusts fight to win her love. To the dead! Now, 
As the conflict rages out of control, the only chance for civilization lies in the hands of the courageous. In the tradition of Mad Max, Death Race 2000, and Blade Runner, Brigitte Stenberg, Rick Dean, and Richard Norton in Raiders of the Sun. Directed by Sirio Santiago, who, as I uh, did a little bit of reading about, is another Roger Corman protege who did a bunch of mostly... Movies exactly like this movie, uh, post-apocalyptic Mad Max ripoffs. I think he did like six of these things for Corman. Um, Just pumping them out. (laughs) Yeah, pumping out. This is a late one. This might have even been the last of his post-apocalyptic future movies. But um, yeah, so in a post-apocalyptic future, a commando named Brody must defend the only village that still has gunpowder from a ruthless gang of raiders led by Clay a traitor who plans to use the deadly power to conquer the Democratic Alpha League. So, Oh, um, dude. That was the plot? Yeah. That was the plot. Gunpowder, that was the char- yeah. That's where you're Gunpowder at. took this the place of I'm gasoline or, the and or char- water and every other... Yeah, and say, yet they wasted a lot of <laughs> Oh, my God, constantly. <laughs> oh, yeah. When was there any... Like, there was barely moments in this movie where there was a machine gun fire going off, so... Like every time someone's like, "Hey, we're low on gunpowder." It's like gunpowder. It's like cue random explosion. Like it's like, yeah. "Oh, apparently gas is okay. Everything every other fucking resource is okay, but this fucking universe, it's gunpowder." What I find interesting too is like this one Yeah, the whole the, the gunpowder thing didn't make to me any make any sense because they just keep blowing shit up, but um, right. Did they? Did they know? Well, I guess you could see how they were running short. You could see how definitely. <laughs> and did they know somebody who owned a quarry that let them shoot an entire movie there in a day? Oh, well, here's what I read about Santiago, and that is that um, that's the director, Sergio Santiago. He um, actually shot all of this stuff um, on two movie shoots, but ended up making six movies out of the stuff that he shot. So. Uh, he shot three movies starring Richard Norton, and you'll notice, I guess, this is, a, this is from reading, I've only seen um, Raiders of the Sun, but uh, Richard Norton's in three of these post-apocalyptic movies, and apparently his hair never changes. It's literally like the same shoot. They just He literally was like, okay, we're going to shoot these three movies. This is unsubstantiated. I just read this on like some, uh, because this does not have a Wikipedia page. No, it really it doesn't down, have scrape down to the bottom of the barrel <laughs> here. Um, but Good job, um, Eric. Yeah, I read a little, <laughs> read a little bit about it, and yeah, I guess they went out to a quarry. Yeah, they must have known somebody, or they got the location, and they're just like, we're gonna just shoot and shoot and shoot until we have like all of this stuff, and then we're gonna go back and build movies out of it. So you that's why what? you get a little bit of a weak plot, but it's kind of an impressive idea to tell you, know, to I, tell you the truth. But I was gonna say like the main, yeah. the main, the main story, like these characters are terrible with their gun, their ammo reserves. But apparently, behind the scenes, the director is terrific with what he shoots. He's just yeah. really fucking, you know, efficient. <laughs> wow. Impressive. Well, I mean, any movie that's got opens with rocks on fire, I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> is... Oh, yeah. But, yeah, like, it, well, it really looks like an active quarry, stone quarry. And they were just like, yeah, it's a good post-apocalyptic landscape, a big limestone quarry. 
Yeah, we'll put up the whole cardboard thing. castle set pieces <laughs> to make it the look like medieval times. On a set. Or yeah, it's it's that one quarry. <laughs> like it's just which you know. It's, I mean, is what it is. It, it 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 works for this movie in a way. Like I don't know. I don't feel like that specific element made this like less believable than some other you know post apocalyptic eighties movies. Like because they all kind of look like that, but. It's yeah, it's weird, but we ha- we have watched worse movies with I would argue probably better budgets. <laughs> yeah, like... I, I would say definitely. I feel like this movie. Um, although, okay, we'll, we'll get into reviews later. But this thing's certainly not a good movie. I'm not going to go that far. But no, this it... movie looks like it was one of six shot at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With its but, whole the whole know, thing really, looks what like took a... me out of it wasn't the bad sets or the bad script or the bad acting or the unbelievable special effects or the fact that people get shot, then they fall down and then there's the sound effect. Um, <laughs> it it was it was the hair product. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I just post-apocalyptic world, but everybody's got a Richard ton Norton's of moose got that, in their hair. that like perfectly coughed, like gelled hair or whatever you used in the '80s moose hair. Maybe I don't know. Oh my god! But, and and yeah. just like the, everybody's wearing the same shirtless leather vest thing. Well, that's yeah. yeah. I was gonna say I noticed that undershirts are a thing of the past in this future because if you're not showing your abs, you're not actually a like a ranked military officer. Apparently, yeah. Well, and no, um, that goes for everybody in the movie because what's her name? The wife um, <laughs> spends most of the movie. Her shirt gets ripped off, and she, you know, doesn't even get ripped. Walks it gets untied. It gets yeah, untied. Shirt open the rest of the time too, and so she, she basically matches all the vest guys. You know, it's in at the, actually at the end of the movie when she reunites with everyone. You actually saw her like retie the shirt. Like there was no rip. She just <laughs> he just like the the bat one of the bad guys. Uh, uh, what was his name? Hoghead. Or Hoghead, yeah. Hoghead. We're, Eric, we'll get to him in I a moment. I want to talk about Hoghead. Yeah. But, but nice he, head. He, 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 untie, he essentially in one one movement just unties and shows the bra and like, oh, God, no, what's going to happen? He's like, I'm going to rape you later at some point. I mean, I'm just going to throw you in the cage for the whole movie. I'm like, well, that's good. That, I'm glad it went that fucking route. But when like everything's reunited and there's peace, that's the exact moment that she takes her two ends of her shirt and reties them back. <laughs> Like that I'm was not just her berserker you. mode. Like that's her badass. Like, it's just like know. I have to symbolize the unity of our world. Now. it's just like, oh, <laughs> that's the time. <laughs> like that you not when you're chilling out with meatball in your fucking like rape dungeon cell. It's like this is this is the moment. She this got is... the private rape dungeon compared she to did. the other. You know. Yeah. Oh my god. The whole movie is oh, a god. giant Mad Max ripoff. Like essentially. And probably more like the Road Warrior, the, the second Mad Max movie than than mm-hmm. the original. But um, everything down to like the cars, the way they have the cars decked out and the, the costuming, um, just just is pretty much borrowed from Mad Max, and also borrowed from like you know the local uh, elementary school gym class locker room with the, I, co- I, with the uh, <laughs> like I, football helmets and the, I have here. Which, how about those military issue football helmets and gear? <laughs> am I right? Go Alpha I League. Mean, <laughs> I already had canoned this as like, well, in post-apocalyptic, maybe they have, you know, hell, it's all they got for helmets. It works. But what if, know, what if, in, like... my, in my head canon, this is what's left of like the jock people who barely pass high school. This is their whole life, but there is actually another part of society, society that's like the same level of like what you see in like Krypton before it blows up. Like everyone else is just like, no, no, we believed in science and shit. We're doing fine. We don't have no idea what the fuck these people are doing, but they took 
our entire high school set and costume department and just, I don't know, they made homes out of it? it I, I think you might be closer to the mark than yeah. I wanted to admit. <laughs> because, like, even even the 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 goggles that they're wearing that well they're on their head they're never actually <laughs> pulled them down <laughs> they're those are like high school lab goggles, goggles. <laughs> i've got a pair of those in my garage they don't protect from and shit, i've probably really. had them since high school <laughs> yeah so they, the goggles they do nothing <laughs> the, it, it's like it's like where i think now we're gonna have to coin the phrase from this movie it's <laughs> sorry i'm laughing at my own fucking joke before i say it it's like it's like going in with a set of like lab lot lab. Yeah. Sorry. God, I'm the fucking worst. It's like going into a gun. F- it's like wearing a set of lab goggles to a gunfight. That's, that's exactly just, what it is. That's exactly what this fucking movie is. It's a, it's like don't worry, nobody has fucking ammunition. They're too busy like wasting their gas on one another. They're just shooting fire. But fucking don't worry, wear your eye protection. <laughs> Which is well, and that's the thing. I don't know why why they're worried about gunpowder. Just set fires to things. All your buildings are cardboard high school play set pieces anyway. With it's carved just, fucking, like, grout. It's not even real. It's just carved it's and just painted paint, black. Painted gray bricks yeah. on cardboard. The, like, castle set thing was a little <laughs> underwhelming. But yeah, The interior so. shots, I think, were filmed at, like, a medieval time. It looks like it. It yeah, looks like but the hallway of a medieval. At least time. that was I passable. S- like the outside, like it was, it was straight up cardboard with some bricks drawn on it. Pretty much a little bit I, of like spray paint to make it look like brick. It really but, does look like it was made by a bunch of like fifteen year olds. Yeah, like after yeah. school project. I mean, it'd be impressive. Like, in that a is the nicest, film, maybe, most but, accurate way accurate way to put it. Yeah. So. Wow. And me it's, being it's someone a, who's barely made anything but student films, just ripped on student films on record there. So that's it. Yeah, whatever. Um, I mean, they know what they are. <laughs> That's true. They're listening to the podcast, and they know what it's... they are. They know who <laughs> they are. Um, but now, you know, see, like... I, I was out of town this summer when you guys reviewed "Hell Comes to Frogtown." Yeah, you yeah. missed out. Yeah. <laughs> now that I have seen, that is a superior post-apocalyptic movie. It yeah, is by so far. Myself. By far beautiful. superior because that that is a all-time cult classic. I would say, like, if you're into that anything. Uh, Weird move, weird kind of B movies at all. You gotta see Frogtown. This is not gonna be on any gotta see list. But no, you, know, you could. Is this even a so bad? It's good, like so bad. You gotta see it. Uh, I mean, maybe not gotta, but I certainly found it entertaining. I don't know. Same, um, I did too. Like the fact <laughs> that the fucking set is just so awful and everything so awful. It's just like it's fun. It's not it's a gotta like, see. Wow, it like Frogtown is. Frogtown's a gut. No. I mean, that one's a, a must see for me. But. Agreed. Yeah, we gave that one high praise. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah, one this... is a cheapie that, like, has everything kind of going again, going wrong, like, as in, like, the cast isn't very good. The story is not highly original. The sets, you know, sets are wobbly at best and, you know, straight-up cardboard walls at other points. Um, <laughs> the cars look like they barely move. Which kind of makes sense in the story, but like even even worse than uh, it literally looks like they're pushing some of them. And um, <laughs> but um, it is never boring. Like it, this thing is like basically a, a ninety minute gunfight. Um, yeah, 
it has um, some memorable characters, even if it's for, you know, Brody, Richard the, Norton's Brody being just like kind of the worst Mel, you know, poor man's Mel Gibson that I've ever seen. Um, oh, I put down like, like wannabe Chuck Norris. Yeah. Oh, actually, no, that, that's even better. Like, let's let's yeah. let's face meld Mel Gibson or, you know, meld them together. Chuck Norris, Mel Gibson. You got Richard Norton, right? It's so. it's Mel Norris. Yeah, it's Mel. It's malnourished Norris. <laughs> um Blake Boyd's Talbot is kind of a forgettable character. He's like the other star guy. Um, but I think this movie sports one of my new favorite movie characters, at least movies that we've watched on here, and that is Rick Dean as Hoghead in this movie is <laughs> just incredible. Like, I, I don't know where he, they got this inspired performance out of this person. but He has a trashy charm to him. <laughs> he does. He's just such a... Well, first of all, totally out of place character in this movie, and he just gets all like the good lines, and he is hilarious like every moment he's on screen. Like even your ta- even the scene you were talking about where he's literally threatening to rape the woman, like he's still like he's playing it like this hippie kind of I don't know. He's not like anybody else in the movie. He totally doesn't fit, but he's great. Uh, he's got a lot of great lines. I don't know. He's that. That performance from Rick Dean is worth this, worth the price of admission, which is free on Tubi. So, not you know, all it is well, is eighty minutes of your time. But the whole interaction between him and like the like the second female lead character that we get out of the two, um, like he's like, tell me a joke, and she's like, fuck you, oh, yeah. fuck you, that's a good name, and like that's what hey, he calls he her. What, what's your name? She says, fuck oh, that's you. what that's it. And she's like, fuck you, oh, that's a great you. name. That's a good name. <laughs> and yeah. like throughout the whole movie, consistently, he calls her <laughs> fuck you. And I kid you not, that's the only name I know how to fucking <laughs> refer to I, her I should, is fuck you. I almost called her that earlier, and I couldn't think of her actual name. It's Is it Vera? Is Vera her name? The in the, yeah. Just she's just going to be dude's fuck you. Wife. That's... Other dude's wife or fuck you. Yeah. But. He does have a good line that when she headbutts him, he goes, fuck me fuck you (laughs) (laughs) and he pulls out a tooth that's why he Uh, He pulled out a tooth after she headbutted him and goes fuck me fuck you yeah and it was just like god damn god yeah eric's right i I think it needs to be said too that i was shocked shocked i tell you shocked (laughs) shocked and stunned to find this movie was made in 1992 (laughs) <laughs> what? That, because when it started playing, I was like, "Wow, we're reaching back to the '70s." Oh yeah, I thought early '80s. I was, hit, I it was looks like late '70s, the early '80s. 80s. But yeah, you're right. It is. It's 1992. I, I, I agree <laughs> with you. I'm shocked when I look back at it. But well, let's keep in mind that this movie was assembled in 1992. Most of this movie might have been shot. True. In the 80s sometimes. So. It was one of six <laughs> movies at the same time. So, yeah, I mean, it probably was. Yeah, uh, that that was my big thing. Is like, I kept watching. Like, this is a, like a time warp or something because there's no... I'm thinking of other movies. that This came out <laughs> after Terminator 2. Yeah, like right down to like Blake Boyd and Richard Norton's hairstyles and like the, the, the way they... <laughs> everybody's, you know, chest out and leather and stuff. And yeah, it just it doesn't seem so like a 90s thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I think this would be a pretty easy apocalypse to live in. Oh my god! Because they don't worries. seem to have a problem with food, water, electricity, gas, anything. No, it's it's gunpowder. Yeah. So only if okay. you want to be involved in shooting each other is there a problem. But. Yeah, I'm I'm fine without gunpowder. I'm I'm I am 
I am living a happy existence without gunpowder as we speak. Yeah. Yeah. I have no gunpowder in my house, so. That future is like the worst game of skin versus shirts. Yeah. (laughs) Football leagues. Um, Like, literally. I I can't make that up. Like, that's how their military system goes. And if they have an ascot or some kind of bandana, that means they're like the most high. Oh, sorry. It's uh, ascot around the neck plus eye patch means that they're the highest fucking rank in. Oh yeah, that's right. Professional. Yep. yep. Uh, but if they have a sh- no shirt, but have a, like a vest, then they're probably like a general. And if you have like fucking shitty ass helmets that they probably fucking stop putting on kids in the seventies, um, plus yellow jersey, then you're military. Then you're just the foot soldiers. Yeah. Uh, soldiers. Then you're so. part of what's There's... called the Alpha Alpha League. Alpha League. Yeah. I mean. The out the fucking name alone, like a jock wrote this. This is a jock. This well, is a jock who wrote, who watched fucking fun, Mad Max and went. Funny you should make a movie. say that, because Sergio Santiago is known for, and this one gets gets marked, uh, gets gets praised because it's a, a kind of an apolitical film of his. But he is actually known for his uh, right wing politics that kind of like uh, he writes a lot of his movies around. So. So um, that makes sense as a right-wing person. Like, what would be my greatest apocalypse? Yeah. <laughs> lack of water? Lack of food? La- no, lack of, lack gun, of gun ammo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't feel like there was a lot of right-wing politics here. I do see it, like, once you, like, but I had, I would have had to have been aware of that to be like, oh, well, that makes sense. But supposedly some of his other films, it's it's a lot heavier. Right. Um, anyway, yeah, I don't know much about it. I do know this is like an NRA wet dream. Like everyone is packing a gun somewhere in this movie, and they're walking around shooting them as often as they possibly can. Like everyone's got like machine guns and. Um, oh, yeah, so. the fact that they have like what is it the 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 place that they're looking for, that actually has uh was it um potassium mines or for gunpowder or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, please correct me if I'm wrong. But, like, it, the whole village is actually a bunch of fucking uh, people of color led by one bald white dude. And yes. they're all pacifists. Uh, and it's just like, but they, the pacifists learned the error of their ways. The white Australian dude with no shirt was with the, the weakest gun wound on his arm was right. Yep. We should Who be Who showed fighters. up and bedded the chief's daughter. And then the chief would follow him anywhere after that, so... Yeah. Oh, so. after she fucking like died, the one woman yeah. of color yeah. who was a lead role died. Yeah. So, yeah. It's like, oh yeah, that's what that's who she. I mean, it died. was the eighties. Oh wait, sense. I mean, it was nineteen ninety two. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah. The, there the was a very thing too. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say there was a very strong sense, and I did make note of that. That like most of the like quote unquote bad guys besides the leaders were were people of color and then like the only people of color that were good guys were like the tribal people um who you know fought with bows and arrows and were silly they pacifists were Me- until they came around yeah so the, there's and they were they some... were mexican too because they speak spanish yeah. and then they're just, they don't say spanish like, oh you speak their language <laughs> like that's Spanish. It's just Spanish. Yeah, it's just fucking Spanish. <laughs> I, I think now, now, because I didn't know that until you just said it that this was like a very right wing. Yeah, guy, yeah. The, the, Now it's making a lot more sense. <laughs> like even the the pointless, stupid, ironic thing we've already discussed about like, well, quit shooting your guns if you're running low on gunpowder. <laughs> it's like this is what gun owners are going through right now, which is like. Oh, we got a, a Democrat president. He's going to take all our guns. Let's go buy all the ammunition we can. And then 
They complain that there's no ammunition to buy. Well, quit fucking stockpiling it. <laughs> quit right. blowing up shit for no reason. It's the same thing. So it's like, he's even, he's inadvertently mocking his own people. <laughs> I mean, I, I are you saying there's hypocrisy, Joe? That can't be. No. 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 Thing like that. Anyways, I, I was I acquitted from this movie. This wasn't my choice. Right, right. Eric. Well, <laughs> we have to before we get to the point of um, grading this thing. We got to talk about the the big pinnacle scene of this movie because it's on the poster. Right, is the rope joust tournament uh, or not tournament? But like that's what's match on the poster. The death. I believe that's what's on the poster. Yeah, there's a picture. Which yeah, the, like yep. As it, I mean, it looks a lot cooler on the poster. Don't get me wrong. But what's that? The scene they ripped off from Thunderdome? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, and really, this kind of rips off all the Mad Max movies. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I think yeah. so. I think, I think uh, Sirio Santiago made a career, his, you know, career yeah. out of that. So that's what he did. So, um, Yeah, I think, I think the rope jazz scene is actually pretty well put together. It's not, you know, Thunderdome, but... For compared to some of the other, you know, things in this movie, the sets, the scenes, and the other fight scenes, quote unquote, it's actually done pretty well. Um, it's amusing, and uh, I wish it would have gone on a little longer. They would have used that as more of a centerpiece of the movie, like I thought it might be. I really thought it was going to be a straight up Thunderdome ripoff, like they were gonna that was going to be part of it, and it really wasn't. It was that one. They didn't even have a fucking dome. No, I mean, when no. you look at the fucking poster. Oh, the poster show, yeah, it is, shows a dome. They're just swinging on chains in a dome set, and they look like gladiators. Yeah. And they I mean, have, like, one has a fucking chained mace, and the other has an axe, and they're swinging at each other. I'm like, this seems exciting. And what it was was just two weird dudes on a rope, and one happened to have a pocket knife while the other one had, like, a weird-shaped bat. Yeah, yeah. It was essentially the same level of stakes of when you were a kid and you had those like swing sets side by side and you I don't know if you guys did this but we did oh, this yeah. constantly and you held one end and the other guy was on the other and then you came at each other mm-hmm. and it was like the same level of just like that's the realism it's just like yeah you guys are just gonna collide and go like well that was stupid <laughs> yeah I, but it, actually at least actually... those fucking swing sets had fucking chains this movie didn't yeah I was gonna say that's actually kind of what happens in the movie they kind of collide with each other and that's about it but um so this is what happens when you order your Thunderdome from Wish, right? Is what? Yes. <laughs> so, like, yeah. yeah. You you definitely get shorted on the Master Blaster. <laughs> but, you know, um, I'm not going to say that I chose this movie, but I do remember a situation <laughs> and the irony of this everything. When the last time we were beaten, we're like, we don't have a movie in mind. I'm allegedly the one who said, well, here's some of the movies. And the first one that was allegedly on my list was this one. And Joe, right away, without me going down the line, went, yeah, let's do that one. <laughs> it's got a good poster. Me. I mean, it's... it's it, It's got a good poster. I randomly it, clicked to a part, of it and there was a, a happy dwarf, a post-apocalyptic dwarf oh, yes, drinking yeah. with the guy. And I was like, all right, I Many can Many of this. the tribal people were, were dwarves. People. Like, yeah. yeah. They, yeah. Little Latino people. dwarves that were still, like, dubbed over by a Spanish-speaking person. <laughs> it um, blew my mind that this was not a foreign film, which would, I had no problem with it, but I was like, it's a, it's an American film, and they still dubbed everybody They really still dubbed poorly. every fucking really thing poorly. so poorly. And again, the, the great scenes where somebody is shot, and they fall down, and the sound of the gunshot from none of them line up. 
<laughs> where you have a person they like jab well, the gun towards someone the person falls down and then you hear bang well that's the doppler effect right joe right yeah you see it and then you hear it physics yeah right physics there you go <laughs> it's physics it's a very scientifically <laughs> accurate film it is <laughs> like how dare have you? we figured out why it's called raiders of the sun no fucking okay. no <laughs> i mean if you guys no, no, did because no, no, no what it was but... um yes yes actually the village was called the gateway to the sun in spanish that's what the fucking uh, okay. gateway to the sun. Hey, you mean in their That's in weak their, in their language? <laughs> yeah, which which I thought was funny because the Australian dude was like, "Oh, you speak their language," and I'm like, "Dude, the guy just said si, senora." Like, yeah, it's fucking Spanish, you high school dropout. And then later <laughs> that on, would be like they, they say that. the name of the fucking like uh, I forget the name of it, but it ended in soul, which is sun in Spanish. It's one of the few fucking things I remember. And it's just like, he goes, ah, the gateway to soul. I'm like, don't fucking act like you're an educated piece of shit, because you're just a piece of shit. Fucking generic Chuck Norris wannabe. <laughs> Malnourished Norris. Yeah, I was going to say, that, that that would be like saying, oh, you speak their language to someone that just successfully ordered a burrito at Chipotle. So, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> I'll have block. the Baja Blast. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Bilingual, huh? Fucking look at this sophisticated fucking international traveler <laughs> mystery. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Queso oh. fresco. Ooh la la. <laughs> it's spelt with a Q, not a K. Mm. I'm going to fuck him. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> it's like so. the, the over enunciation of the H's. Like, hacienda. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Peggy Hill. It's like watching yeah. Peggy Hill in yes. any fucking situation. Yes. <laughs> we pronounce it habanero. <laughs> yeah. This, oh my God. This. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, it's as I, bad as it sounds. I, like it's, it, it's, it really is. But it's this movie is so bad, but it brings so much joy. Like, yeah, let's get to it the was super entertaining. To the bar scene get... was one of my favorites, though. Where he goes in, <laughs> oh yeah, like I want a drink. It's like two hundred dollars a shot, and he does he like said, a... "I want a drink." It's like nobody talks like this. <laughs> like, who threatens a bartender whole... after he just asks for money for like? And then he's like, all right, all right, put your gun away. You want a drink? Here's a cobra. Let's talk. I want to talk about that fucking cobra scene. I like that scene, Cause, yeah. Because that, that scene was like, there's there's like, what, $200, $100 in the fucking tank by the cobra? Mm. And the, they were all like, the last guy who fucking did it uh, lives in a fucking, like, like is buried up on the hill. Ha 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 ha. And before anything happens, I'm thinking, what if he just uses his hand to distract the cobra and then puts his other hand in there? Like that's how it, they're not going to do that. Literally yeah. that's what the fucking guy does and they're like, like good Whoa, move. Nice move. And I'm like like yep, high school dropouts. All these fucking people <laughs> would be impressed by that fucking move. That's just like, oh, if you just distract the snake. And I love that's how Talbot like gets in with the bad guys. Like is by pulling. <laughs> that's the stunt he pulls for them to be like, he, this guy is okay. Like he can come hang out with <laughs> us. <laughs> Do you know what this is? We're gonna keep with the Taco Bell situation. It's like having a bunch of dicks at Taco Bell. Or just a bunch of dicks while you're at a Taco Bell going like, oh, you can't afford a burrito. Too fucking bad. And then you take your quarter out and then you put it in that fucking like free taco <laughs> the catch machine thing. and you fucking make it. And they're like, oh, good move. Good move. You should join our game. Like, that's exactly. I, I, you can I come actually, sit at our if, table. Thinking about it. The fucking tank that the fucking Cobra was in is the same fucking shape as it's, one of those fucking coins. from Taco Bell. 
without the spinner. It's a glass hexagonal shape. And then he whips the, he like fillets the snake in a weird yeah. shot. I I don't fully understand that shot, but what made me uncomfortable is like I I felt like they probably actually stabbed a snake, which I hope they fucking didn't. <laughs> it's it's I possible. Know. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell yeah. for sure, but yeah. <laughs> it's like there's a lot of snake you. violence in older movies, like and just apparently nobody gives a shit if you slice up a snake. But Same well, it's like in the old of the 60s and 70s movies, like you know, uh, one million years BC or something like that, where they would just take iguanas, yeah, and, and yeah. glue horns on them and like make them fight. Make them dinosaurs. Yeah. yeah, they're gonna make them dinosaurs by just taking an iguana. A couple of a couple of ant iguanas get them really mad at each other and just film them fighting. <laughs> And yeah. people loved it, and, and yeah, but I noticed that too, especially with snakes. They just, and I'm not even a big like snake person. I don't like snakes, but I don't want to see them brutally killed for entertainment. Yeah, yeah, and I I don't know in this scene. It looked weird. Like, how did that even work? Yeah, um, I wasn't sure in this scene, but it wouldn't surprise me that if you know they offed a snake. It's, uh... I mean, yeah. I'm thinking about how happy that snake might have been like, in that universe to be like, guy grabs it out of the fucking shitty ass tank and then throws it, and then it's just like, I don't care if I don't bite this guy now, I'm free. Things are gonna be great. <clears throat> then stabbed in the fucking neck. It's because a macho man needs to prove his point. <laughs> it's well, it's like, a snake too. That's a lot of neck. Right, and then he like the look on the snake's face, and they don't have eyebrows, but I swear to God, I'm just looking at it, like he looks sad. Like I feel this. Fuck this guy. I hope he gets on a rope and gets stabbed. Yeah. And hey, um, hey that's what happens. Dreams come true, man. That's right. Yeah. A chain, though. That's right. Yeah. Uh, False advertising. I'm fucking A it is. All right. Well, <laughs> uh, is there anything else we need to talk about? Yeah. Does anyone have any other? I think I got through all of my must. I, I think I got through mine. I, the few things I had for this. <laughs> Then let, well, let the rope fight of judgment thing, begin. Well, since <laughs> I picked the movie, I think Ryan could start with the other... Uh... <laughs> you know what? That's true. See, he admitted it, folks. Um, <laughs> I... I chose... His, I, I mean, like I said, this movie, the poster looks good, and you know it's going to be crap. And it was definitely, definitely delivered. But it was that level of crap where... You can sit with a bunch of your friends and just kind of laugh about the stupidity of it. And f this movie is is it done that? Like this movie was on a lower grading scale for me, but then after doing this fucking review and us laughing about it so much, <laughs> it actually created a a fun experience. This is pretty. A, this was a pretty fun review. It is so fucking stupid. Um, it is. It, it's just 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 bold creative decisions <laughs> on their set design. Um. <laughs> And when you said, and Eric, when you said that this was, like, one of six movies shot at the same fucking time, like, that actually just made more sense. That made me feel like, okay, I'm a little bit more lenient on it, because, yeah, that makes sense. Um, it's not good. You can probably do something else and watch this movie and still be entertained. Honestly, it, what, what sucked about this movie for me, uh, going forward, is that I watched it by myself, and there was a lot of situations that happened where I would say something out loud to make fun of it, and I wish somebody was around me. <laughs> it's not something that you can fucking just do on like when you review it. It's like if you were in a, with a group of friends, you guys like this is a movie where you can sit down with a group of people, watch it together, and then you guys would just have a good time. Mm -hmm. Like it does do that, uh, and I do regret like 
that's one thing I am sad about. It's just like, ah, fuck, there's a lot of, like, certain moments, like, little quips that people, characters had or whatever, and that, that you yourself as a viewer kind of have. And it's like, fuck, this movie actually kind of was fun. It's not the most fun. Like, there's other movies that are better at, like, uh, fucking, God, Frogtown is definitely that fucking movie that is the best and always that um, movie would beat this one in a heartbeat. But I, I'd give this one like a C minus if I'm going to be fair. Um, no, maybe just a C, I guess. I, it's tough to say because I will say like this is a movie that you just watch with another group of people, uh, either together, ideally together, but if separately, you can just fucking make fun of it afterwards. It does have some stupid value to it. So I'll leave it with C. I'll be nice. I'll give it a C. Okay. Joe, what do you think? Uh, um. <laughs> so now that I've seen it, I would encourage aspiring filmmakers in their in middle school to watch this and then go get your smartphones or whatever you can film on and whatever you do it will be better than this birdemic no matter what <laughs> it will be better than this I Yes, it has some charm for being so bad, but I, I do understand. I know that's what we do on this show, but I, I do understand that the an enjoyment of movies that are so bad that they're entertaining is not everybody's cup of tea. No. There are some people that are like, this just sucks, and I, I don't have time for this. And that's okay. I respect that. Um, this one teeters on that edge, though. It does. Like it, it has its moments where you're like, this is so goddamn ridiculous. I'm enjoying this. And then there's all the other parts in between, which are just like a slog to get through. Um, but I maybe in the right frame of mind, well, on enough substances, this is a real hoot. So I, considering everything we've talked about with the sets, and I really, I found myself more interested in like, wonder where this quarry is. Um, <laughs> than than most of other, anything else in the movie. So I don't know. Considering everything, I'm I'm gonna actually give this one like a D plus. Uh, I would love to give it a higher grade. Maybe maybe this is one you gotta watch again. You gotta force yourself to watch it twice to really <laughs> for that grade to go up. But I right now I'm at a D plus, and I'm feeling quite generous about that. <laughs> That's not surprising to me at all. <laughs> it's like I thought that was actually quite generous. I didn't hate it. I just thought I was like, uh, I I've seen better bad movies. Yeah, there's some That's truth all. there. But but you know what? Now that I know too that it was like this is like the sixth movie they got out of a batch of shots. I'm like, okay, that's kind of impressive. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's still shit, but it's kind of impressive. There is definitely some truth to that story. I don't know the exact like amount of recycled stuff that was in this, but yeah, it, there's definitely. We're some gonna accept that, it. Yeah, we're gonna accept it as truth at this point. We need to we find out. Else. I think that's the thing too. There's no Wikipedia page, or and the IMDb page on this is very limited. There, I I need to know more about this one. Yeah, my my it, all the information that I had about it came from know it alls on. Um, letterbox and in a good way good kind of know-it-alls but like on letterbox writing reviews of this thing that would be you know type a bunch of information in about what, everything they know about it or how many Santiago films they've seen and this and that so just reading those reviews I um, got some of this information so that's why any anything I've said factually about this movie take with a grain of salt besides like the names of the cast I'm getting that from IMDB but um, actually you know take anything we say on the show with a grain of salt but uh, yeah 
I, I guess I didn't hide this very well, but I actually liked this one. Um, <laughs> but not because it's good, because it's not good at all. <laughs> Like, it's really, really bad. <laughs> it's really, like, funny, bad Mad Max ripoff. Like, I don't know. It To me, like, it, 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 it wasn't boring. Like, it kept me it kept me laughing, or at least there was, like, something going on at all times. Like, it, it actually kept its pace and was, like, just chock full of, like, you know, action scenes. They weren't necessarily good action scenes, but at least there was something interesting going on most of the time. And, and even, like, the... The scenes in between where the dialogue with bad dialogue and bad acting I, it was laughably um, entertaining so uh, I didn't mention during the, our earlier part but the score of this movie is also hilariously awful um, <laughs> because it, it's inappropriate for what's going on at times like it's like it's a, really the tense score is scary the music I thought this during, was in the 80s <laughs> like, it's like a Casio keyboard <laughs> yeah um, but yeah it's all like super intense like action music at times when that's not what's going on on screen and it's it's interesting so um yeah it's my my, my first and perhaps my only uh serio santiago film that I've, I've seen so we'll see if we get to any of those ever again but um i don't know i'm not disappointed in it it was uh it was fun to watch so i think i'm actually gonna go and, and i've explained before that my rating system is not necessarily based on the quote-unquote like comparable quality of a movie it's just experiential it's about how much fun i had watching it and i think i'm gonna give this one a b minus like i i really had a good time with it but it's it's garbage <laughs> like don't get me wrong like, oh, don't yes. rush out and see this thinking you're gonna get you know some great movie but it's uh it's fun you garbage. get some good laughs out of it yeah. if you're the if if, if your my if your mind works on that and <laughs> yeah and i'm gonna second you guys and this is this would be a great like you know when we get back to the days when we can get together and watch a movie kind of thing this it's a good like have a few beers and watch a stupid movie in the background kind of thing this is a this is a great one for that like and especially since it's free on, on tubi i'm and i imagine it's gonna kind of hang out there so <laughs> yeah i don't think there's any studio out there going like <laughs> um we're gonna have to up your charge <laughs> yeah oh wow <laughs> so we would also of course love to hear if any of our listeners have seen Raiders of the Sun and have survived to talk about it uh, we'd love to hear any of your questions comments, criticisms or witticisms about this or any of the movies that we've talked about on the Video Junkier Podcast and you can direct those questions to the Video Junkier Podcast uh, on Twitter at Video Junk Pod or find us at gmail at Podcast at gmail.com or on Facebook on our regular Video Junk Air podcast page or the Video Junk Air podcast group. We would love to hear what you have to say. And coming up on the podcast, we are going to, at some point, and I think we teased this last week and then ended up, if you're tuning in for our Kaiju series leading up to the Godzilla uh, versus Kong movie that's coming out uh, at the end of March, um, we we punked you and made you listen to Raiders of the Sun instead. Uh, and that's because we are Spion. actually going <laughs> to <actually> gonna <laughs> do that. Coming up in a couple more weeks. And I, uh, next week we'll we'll be um, checking out just a regular another regular pick, and we're gonna let you know what that is via Facebook when it uh, as as soon as we decide. And then the f- week after, so it'll be uh, not next week, but the following week, we will start that kaiju series. It really is coming. It wasn't a practical joke. We're gonna do it, uh, but we we're, and we're I, actually, I actually counting do take down credit right for that idea. Date. Unlike this movie, I will take credit <laughs> for presenting the kaiju. Of course. <laughs> which was 100% my idea so we'll uh 
<laughs> yeah. Though so, I mean, Eric and I definitely enjoyed this. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, so yeah, that that's coming tune up. Tune in yeah. for those. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We're, we're gonna do a couple fun. of weeks of the kaiju stuff, but we've got a few picks uh, coming first. So we want to thank everybody for listening to the Video Junkyard podcast, and please, if you enjoyed yourself, please share it around. And if you didn't enjoy yourself, share it to twice as many people. Until next time, <laughs> this is the Video Junk Air Podcast. I'm Joe Peterson. I'm Eric Branson. And I'm Ryan Seiskel saying... Hey, don't you be putting on my hog, and if you do, I'll know. I'll fucking know! You have been listening to the Video Junkyard Podcast. I do wish we could chat longer, but I'm having an old friend for dinner. You just can't let them go? Go! Stay on the road. Keep clear of the moors. We want to take this opportunity to thank you for listening to the Video Junkyard Podcast and remind you to find us on social media on Facebook at facebook.com slash video junkyard podcast, on Twitter at video junk pod, and on Instagram as video junkyard podcast, all one word. I want to thank you again for listening and keep digging. Who knows what treasures you'll find in the video junkyard. Hello, fellow time travelers. I'm Tony Witt with the Doctor Who Target Book Club podcast, the podcast in which we undertake the insert adjective here task of discussing in story order all of the Doctor Who novelizations. I'm joined by... Dalton Hughes. And by... Alison Fitzsafried. And we record our episodes twice a month. You're listening to the Video Junkyard Podcast. Enjoy your travels.